Welcome to episode number 187, The Big Event. This is the Rotated Views Podcast with Jimmy Lee and the crew, giving you life from various perspectives. Welcome to our level. We hope you enjoy the views. Brought to you by the Blessed Lifestyle brand. Visit bl3ssed.com to get blessed. Also sponsored by The Motivation Files Unleashed. This motivational mixtape will be your fuel for success. Available on all platforms. All right, you are now tuned in to the Rotated Views Podcast. I am your host, Jimmy Lee Velez. I'm here with Gabe and Goose, the big event. In this episode, the crew covers topics that range from preparing, planning, marketing, and managing for big events and much more. We wrap the episode up with quotes from Confucius and J.P. Morgan. Guys, if you're new, thank you for joining us. Don't forget to download and subscribe. We drop a new episode every Tuesday morning for your listening pleasure. All right, so uh, the big event, right? So we're just going to jump right into it. So how do you start preparing for a big event? Uh, is is the most basic thing, right? Because first of all, it could be completely overwhelming. Sure. I'm like, well, mm-hmm. where in the heck do I get started? Yeah. Right. And you have to understand why you're doing it, right? Yeah. What yeah. in the heck is the objective of what you're doing, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess the other part is, what do you consider a big event, too? It's like, right. That's true. Because that it could true. be more than 10, 20 people. It could be a big event. Or it could be 200, 2,000 people. Yeah. Absolutely. It's all relative, right? Um. And I would say something that's, you know, outside of, quote, the family. Sure. Right? And family and friends. Something that, even if it's only 20 people, yeah. but maybe it's clientele, maybe it's potential clients, um, maybe it's just networking and, and, and a mixer. That's kind of what Goose had here at the barbershop a sure. year or two ago. Um, or just kind of people exchanging tips and ideas, uh, business cards, getting mm. to know, you know, getting to know each other a little bit deeper. Um it was just it was just a good time. We want to bring that vibe back, uh, and so just understanding what your objective is. Mm. If it's a mixer, then that that's what you do at a mixer. You just sure. do network and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's an event where you're trying to push a product, that's a whole other beast, right? Yeah. Um, and then obviously you got to know what the attraction is. Are, are yes. you going to have fifty people or five hundred, yes. right? And so, how can you accommodate that? Yes. But before you even get into that, it's like, what are you doing? Like, what's yeah. the objective of this? If you're trying to promote something, if you're trying to launch something or whatever, um, you have to start there mm. and then you can build off of that. Um, it's important for your audience for you to know, you know, what you're doing, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and if this is suitable for them. Yeah. Well, and, and it, it just it just becomes like... You know, one you know a very general thing. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, if if for example, if Goose is putting together a mixer for barbers and hairstylists, and I'm in construction and want to invest yes. in homes, it, it's kind of like, dude, you have to understand what you're getting into. Like <laughs> sure. it, that that wouldn't really make sense unless I was trying to get a haircut. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, that night, absolutely. Um, and neither would the barbers want to you know have any you know interest in going to you know if it was the opposite way yes. mm-hmm. uh, for that event. Um, but the biggest thing is knowing your audience, what they want, right? Mm. Um, and if and if and putting a successful event together is delivering that. Part of yes. that delivery is giving them information that is could be useful yes. that they can mm-hmm. apply, right? Um, coming with the same stuff, right, as your last event or the same stuff every other event yeah. puts together, mm. it's just not going to be. 
in my opinion, I don't think it could be as successful as sure. you know the true potential is. Yeah. yeah. Um, and and just putting the elements together, what what is separating you from the rest of the people that are putting these same events together? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. What's your slight edge? We talk about it all the time. What little piece of knowledge are you going to drop on these people? Um, that they're going is going to make them want to come to you. Sure. Mm-hmm. The other thing is, are you known to be a specialist or you know, you know a, a master at this portion of the craft that you're you know promoting? Right. Mm-hmm. So if I'm telling people come to my you know come to my hairstylist event, they're going to look at me like I have eight heads. You know, <laughs> sure. with bad haircuts um, <laughs> because that's not my you know that's not yeah. my field of expertise. Right. And so does does you know does your audience know you're an expert in that field, right? Yeah. The other thing is is knowing the kind of event you're having, yes. right? And so, and is that expectation and, you know, to the awareness of your audience? Like, mm-hmm. does your audience know that that's what they're, you know, that's what they're going to get, mm-hmm. right? So, you, you don't want to have, you know, 15 motivational speeches back to back and, you know, they thought they were going to a mixer, yes. you know, like a networking mixer because yeah. that's just not going to make sense to them. Yeah. And no matter how, here's a point in that, no matter how good that motivational, uh, like, speaker is, if that person's not there for that reason, then it's, yeah. it's never going to connect, yeah. right? And so, you have to give them a little bit of taste of... Uh, what to expect the expectations have to be there right i never forget i went to an event where i wasn't told that there there was a dress code Mm. so i remember just going in like a polo and slacks to this event and i walk in where everyone's wearing suit and tie Mm. i'm like what is going on like no one literally not one person mentioned that it was just a, a oh it's a small business meeting well it ended up being like this massive business meeting where it did not matter who was on stage speaking and what they were saying, I was so uncomfortable sure. that all I can think of is who's looking at me. I'm so uncomfortable. Yeah. I feel like yeah. an idiot. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? Like I feel stupid for being here. Yeah. I'm not paying attention. I'm not sitting there and getting pumped up. I was embarrassed. Yeah. And so you want to ha- you want to you want to lay out the expectations for your audience, right? Yeah. The transparency of it. Yeah, absolutely. What to expect? Are they going to have 15 motivational talks? Let them know so then, they, you know, yes. they, they can bring an energy drink with them or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? Sure. Um, and, and, or, or, the, or the opposite. They're expecting 15 motivational talks and it's just a mixer. Yeah. That's even more, that's even more uh, you know, depressed or just like letting people down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when you have that, so you know your audience, you know the kind of event it is, um, you're setting the expectations and who your audience is. Is this to raise awareness and you're selling something or is this for something to, uh, like for charity or something, yeah. right? And th- those are two very different things, yes. right? So when people go in, they, they, they're expecting to, you know, for a mixer and a network, that's what they're expecting, mm. right? If it's a charity event, then that's a whole other beast, right? Because yeah. now, you know, people might prepare, prepare in a different way for something sure. like that. Um, I think another thing is is knowing what's going to be at the venue, right? And so before we get knowing what's going to be at the venue, what the venue is going to be, mm-hmm. right? And so if someone is expecting, if you're selling someone a $100 ticket to get into a place yeah. and this event's in your basement, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? With limited seating and it's you know just hot and just not appropriate for what you charge this person, yeah. mm-hmm. um, 
again, going back to the expectations, or is it going to be at a, a resort or a hotel or a country club, whatever, mm-hmm. at least the people know, or they're getting their money's worth, right? Sure. Um, and so if they're paying a hundred bucks for a ticket, are they getting the hundred dollars worth? If the answer is, yeah, they're getting a hundred dollars worth, then you need to charge cheaper because they should be getting more than what you're charging them, right? So if you're charging them 25, they should feel like they got a hundred. Oh, I, if someone says I would have yeah. paid double, that's what you want to hear, sure. right? But if you're just giving them like, well, I paid a hundred bucks, I guess I got about a hundred dollars worth of knowledge. That's awful, right? Yeah. Here's the reason why, because they they will, uh, uh, word of mouth travels so fast that your next event that you want to put on is like that other one was trash. Yeah. Why would I invest my money into you again after the first one was a complete failure? Now, unless you go around giving refunds, right? <laughs> <laughs> because you're like, sorry about that, you know, and it's possible. What? Maybe one or two speakers didn't show up that day and called out. Okay. And it wasn't going to be the effect that you thought it was going to have. And it ended up just being a, a mixer. But something else has to come from that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, like a follow-up where the next event's free for you guys. Yeah. You know, something like that where you got to make up for all that. Um, but there's a lot when, you know, someone's going to get suited and booted and come to your event. And it's, you know, in, in someone's basement or backyard. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it has to meet, you know... You know, you don't want to over promote in a sense where it's like, here's this shiny object. Everyone yeah. come. It's going to be awesome. And it stinks. The but event's not what it was. You have to exceed expectations. Yes. The whole point is over delivering. You, you, you know, you don't want to tell someone they're going to have the time of their life and it's just terrible. Um, they, can't, they can't wait to get out of there. Yeah. And I will tell you, if you're putting an event together, highly consider mute like a DJ. Mm. And the reason why there's something about, have you ever gone to a, like a party, like even at like a house party and mm. there's no music? And people are just talking about they're in a backyard, and yeah. they could have like the best food in the world, the whatever. And there's just nothing playing, and there's no background noise. Yeah. It is like weird awkwardness yeah. about that. Yeah. Um, and I would say, obviously, you don't want the DJ to be playing music or something, and it doesn't have to be necessarily a DJ. It could be like off of your phone or whatever. Um, and I would pick the music wisely. Sure. Um, but. It's just that there's something in the background gets people talking. Oh, that's my song. It, it yeah, could yeah, be yeah. the smallest Definitely thing. Definitely sets the tone. It sets the tone. Um, and, and, and you also don't want to be playing the music in the middle of a talk. But there's, you know, soon as soon as like, you know, in between speakers or in between, you know, yeah. when, when you're transitioning to another portion of the event, playing the music in the background or just the beginning. I mean, it's, it's like, think about like a cocktail hour, right? At a wedding. And you're just thinking, you know, this is setting the tone for the rest of the night. Mm-hmm. What are you going to have? That's why people have all those ice sculptures and crazy. A lot of times you get yeah. stuffed uh, before because you want to try everything. It's not that mm-hmm. you're eating a lot of one thing. It's like, you gave all these people all these options. Like, wow. And this is just the appetizer. Yeah, yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, that's, what, that's how you kind of want to set the tone where hopefully that's not the best part of the night. That's just the beginning. And then when you get into, you know, the reception, then you're going to kill it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? That's when you're, you know, it, it, it's one of those things. So it's kind of, if you kind of think of it in that sense, everyone knows kind of how most, you know, you know, receptions kind of go. Yeah. If you think about it kind of that way, you set them up with something little and then bam, hit them mm-hmm. with the heavy stuff, you know, towards the end of the night. You don't want to start out strong and then go downhill from there. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? You want to kind of build up. It's building up the event, right? And then getting people to realize this is what he said it was going to be, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, and if, you don't, if you're not aware, so, uh, you know, somebody said, how do you even know if it's, if, 
what it's going to be like if it's your first event. Great question. That's on you, right? And it's on you in this sense. Do not over-promote or over-promise if you're not sure. Yeah. Almost play with it like that's the thing. Like I'm not sure how this is going to turn out, but all we're looking for is honestly we're just looking for support this is our first event yeah. we're just looking for support from the community we can't make any promise of what the turnout's going to be but if this is successful yeah. you better believe we're going to have multiple ones you know following this yes. if it's not successful we're going to make adjustments and then we're going to ask for help what, what, what can make it successful sure. um and, and you go based off of that um so again the biggest thing with the events is do not overpromise, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So people think you're giving away a free, you know, jet ski. That jet ski better be there. I actually saw a YouTuber who promised everybody that Drake was going to be at his event and wow. literally sold like I don't know what the amount was, but a boatload of money worth of tickets and was a no-show, obviously cuz Drake never even knew this guy. And a bunch of disappointed people who, you know, that turned into a very negative thing really, really fast. Yeah. Um, you don't want a backlash. Yeah. Well, it turned into a backlash. That's literally, that's exactly what happened. Um, <clears throat> the other thing is understanding your budget, right? How much money are you willing to invest or how much money do you have to invest? Mm-hmm, sure. So the other thing is, is if you can't, if you can't put a, you know, uh, a bigger venue, you can't put up the money for a bigger venue, then understand what's the capacity that you can uh, put together. So if I can put together a small hotel room where we can have a nice little networking event and keep it moving, and that hotel room's telling me that 75 people has a, uh, is the max, so it has a capacity, don't be going out there selling 200 tickets mm-hmm. because sure. now you're making, first of all, you're putting everyone at risk. Number one, it's just a safety uh, concern. Well, yeah. But beyond that, everyone's uncomfortable. It's way too many people for that small venue. So understand your venue. Understand what the parking situation is going to be like, right? So if someone's going to be down center city, they have an expectation that, you know, parking's not the best, guys, but there's a lot on, you know, whatever, Front Street. Make sure you hit that up. That's the best one mm. that has, you know, whatever. Or, you know, take Uber. Accommodations you want to explain to yeah. people. You know what I'm saying? If they're going to a golf course, they're, you know there's going to be parking because that that's what that's for. Or hotel, that's what that's for. But if your event is in the middle of the city, you I hope parking is one thing that you do mention to people. Yes. Because what you want to do, it's, it's almost like catering to your people. It's almost like, think of it as like you having a visitor at your house, right? And you, you want them to be the most comfortable as possible. Because if you take away the them being uncomfortable now they're focusing on the product yeah and they're looking around like man this place is beautiful wow look at the high ceilings look at the way that everyone's Mm. treating us this is exactly what they said it was going to be plus some they had coffee and tea and and cookies or whatever we weren't expecting that we thought we're just going to have you know normal conversation have a little surprise element there um don't give away everything Yep. Right, have you need that element surprise, uh, element of surprise, um, so that they they not only got the information they want, but they got plus some. That's where that under promising comes in. But you're really truly over delivering, right? And they have like that bonus, uh, whatever it is, uh, giveaway or that bonus speaker or mm-hmm. what you know. Some all right, everyone here gets you know X, Y, and Z, or or right before we leave, 
I'm introducing blah, 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 and it's like a yeah. pretty big name or whatever, and everyone starts going crazy. You see it all the time in, in music concerts, you know, yes. where someone, if if I'm from the Philadelphia area, or if I'm from the Philadelphia area, yeah, and I go to Florida for a concert that I'm putting on, the kosher thing to do is to bring out a local Florida artist Mm. while you're on stage because you know you're like you're paying respects to yes. you know that town that you know you know and their artist and the crowd always goes crazy mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. it takes people's minds off of the one maybe negative thing that probably sure. happened right because you have to go in with the expectation your own expectation that this is not going to be perfect yeah and things are going to happen and that's why it's almost like a little savings account you have to have that little savings account to tap into when mm-hmm. something does kind of go wrong. Like, oh no, if I'm having an outsider event and it's pouring rain, yeah. what is going to be my element of surprise? Free umbrellas? I don't know. You know what I mean? <laughs> but like seriously, that's why you want to have that is because you don't, you want to over, you know, again, you want to go beyond people's expectations. It kind of like balances it too, I guess, if there are a couple of negative things. Oh yeah, yeah absolutely. The other, the other thing is, um, when you're putting together your big event, the people who are helping you or who are part of the event, do they even know what's going on, right? Uh, do they know what to expect, sure. right? Uh, I, I remember giving a giving a, a, a talk um, to it was a very small room, but I didn't know what to expect. I had uh, a PowerPoint slide ready to go. They didn't even have PowerPoint capabilities. They told me they were going to have them, but they just didn't, yeah. right? And so. It, it takes someone off their, their, you know, off kind of off their mojo almost. Luckily, I was still prepared. And I, you know, you could still pull things off like that. Um, but you want to hook your people up who are helping you put this yes. event together. Is there going to be a podium? Are they going to be able to have slides? Yes or no? It doesn't matter. It's just let them know that. Yes. Right. Let them know when they're going to be able, when they're going to be talking, or you know, if if Goose puts on another event. Um, I never forget he had, you know, one of these guys who are, you know, pushing products, um, you know, like beard butter and all this other stuff. And he's like, you know, around nine o'clock, I want you to give like a, you know, like a little motivational talk. And the guy knew what to expect around nine o'clock. It was dying down. The event was till like nine or something. Mm-hmm. I'm saying nine, but, um, whatever, like the last hour was, and it was perfect because the event was going to be over like an hour after that. Mm-hmm. And this dude went in for like 20 minutes and let it rip for everybody. And it just created this buzz that was already here. And everything else was already over. It rode right out. So like, all right, it's up. It's over. That's what you want to do. You kind of yes. cut it off. Boom, that's all we have. Excuse me. A couple of people, all right, I got to use bathroom before I head out. But they were just, they were on cloud nine because they were so pumped up. They left with a bigger energy than when they came here with. They're already excited. Some of these guys were meeting their idol. Uh, in the barber industry and so that was like enough and then you have someone else come up and, and pump them up and, and give his little story of how he started and where he is today and uh, you know 20 minutes after that you get to like talk to him on a sidebar conversation you talk to your boys we're gonna do this we're gonna open up another barbershop we're gonna do this. it was just so much excitement and then it's like all right the event's over we gotta go we gotta go and so everyone left here buzzing 
literally. It was just such a happy feeling. Hmm. That's what you want. You, you know, it goes back to you know what I was saying before. You don't want to blow a gasket in the middle of your event or in the beginning because then people are like, well, that just set the tone for the rest of the night. I got to sit here for another two hours. Sure. I'm not going to sit here for another two hours, right? So you got to captivate them enough to a point where they're, they're going to want to stay because there's nothing worse than having you know hiring somebody to speak at an event and half the crowd is gone because the first portion of the event stunk. Yeah. Right? Or you, you did the, the climax in the beginning and then you have to wait for the rest of it. Yeah, time. yeah. It's like, well, nothing's going to match that. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, so, so you just got to understand that. And, and the expectations of your audience, the expectations of you know the people who are helping you, whether they're guest speakers or not, and understanding your capacity of your venue, understanding is you know what you're charging people, is that equal to you know what you're giving them and if it is you need to lower the price if what you're charging them is a bargain you want to make money but you also want to over deliver in that sense so that that's kind of where you want to be um to capitalize on the event and people are excited you need to have something else another element on follow-up uh you know get your tickets now for our next event at half price mm-hmm. right you have to have that something or selling something you know outside of the venue whether it's uh the products that you're just you know talking about what made you successful whether it's you know merchandise on every other level sure. it doesn't matter because what happens is you're you now you're you're tapping into that excitement in a good way because if people if all your products quality you're you're that's a win-win situation right so if i'm if i give a quality talk right and then people go out and buy a quality t-shirt right and then they go to my website or go to my you know social media handles or whatever and it's all quality content Mm. it's already in their mind that this guy's all about quality sure give i want whatever he's going to do i want to be a part of and that's the launch of oh if you thought that event was great Wait till you see what we have coming up in whatever at the end of August or something sure. like that. And so you're building off of that momentum. And I cannot preach quality more. Mm-hmm. Um, it's all about quality. And and if you go up there and you stink it up, then you have to say that. You know what I mean? You yeah. you really do. I'm not saying up there on stage, but like when you're yeah. done, uh, you know, it's like all right, it, you know, I had it much crater in my mind, and yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> And that's the reason why you got to watch how you're pitching because you're like, you're going to hear the best motivational talk in your entire life. Mm-hmm. That is not where you want to be. You do not yeah. want to be saying things like that, yeah. right? And you're like, I don't know what to expect. And I don't. And yeah. I say that every time because I could say this could be a very mediocre talk. Hopefully not. Um, <laughs> or it's going to be the best thing you ever heard. And I hope it's the best thing you ever heard. But I don't want to say that because, first yeah, of all... You don't guarantee that. Yeah, you can't guarantee that. Uh, number one, plus you don't know who else they heard. Yes, <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. Um, so, you know, I'm going to go out there and do my best. And hopefully it's something that you can at least utilize mm. to become help become a better version of yourself or help you master your day on some level, right? That's more reasonable than saying oh, this is going to be the best motivational speech you ever heard, right? Uh, that's way too high of expectation for me to yeah. even bother. I even care to even reach. Um, and And... Going on what you're selling, like afterwards or whatever the for the event, it has to match what you're doing, right? And so, like, if again, it goes back to you know, I'll go back to like Goose. Um, if if he's here, you know, 
giving giving out like a great talk on how to build your own barber business and right outside the venue he's selling car parts it just does <laughs> not make sense you know yeah. brakes are half off you're like what is going on right now take the top it, off your car yeah and and here here's here's the thing it's going to take away for all the good that you did yeah yeah. And so, what you're doing at the end needs to match. Sure. Yeah, no, it's a, it's just like um, walk your talk. You know what I mean? Yes. It's just like you, whatever you're preaching, that's what you should be doing, and that's a, and stick with that 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 subject, that whatever. And um, yeah, like going back to like what you were saying, you don't know who's actually even going to show up. It could be you're up there and you're inviting all these people, and your idol could be watching you sitting. He could be he could be one one of your fans. You don't even know, so you can't over deliver. Like you just want just enough to draw an attraction. Yeah. Like um, when I had the, the that event here, we we had um, th- our DJ was a former like radio station like DJ. He was on Phil- one of Philly's um, DJs, and um, no one knew that until they got here. Like oh, like some people knew who he was, and like yeah. they got all pumped up. And then we we just kind of announced who was putting the party together. Yeah. So it was me and two other barbers were well known in. Like our area, but some of my like barber idols, they came from like Connecticut. Like these guys cut celebrities, like yeah. basketball players. Like they came to my event, yeah. and I was like, "Holy smokes!" Like there's these, and then it just gave like so the local people that are barbers in our town, they didn't know all of a sudden they come here, they see them, they're like getting pictures with them and stuff. So it's like a it's like a bonus. And then I had like the uh, buddy of mine, Nikki the barber. He's a good, well-spoken person. So yeah. I had him do a speech. As he as he was doing his speech, he was handing out free product that he endorses. Like he was handing out like this company's like hair product and just handing stuff out. And, and like he was drawing everyone's attention. Like people were like, "Oh, I want that." I want. He like tossing towels out, yeah. and then he kept go, he kept talking. He started throwing something else out and kept talking. So he he drew everyone's attention. So like a lot of people like free stuff. A lot of people like samples. They like so they're walking out of there. Good music. They had. Uh, they saw their idols or whatever. They walked out with something, and they walked out with an experience they probably would never have in in especially the barber industry. That's what we do is not. There's not many of those small venues like that. They're they're yeah. bigger and you, people get lost in the sauce. But this was like more of a. I mean, we had like 80, 80 people here, probably plus, but it was more of an intimate setting. But it was a good time. Yeah. And that's like I know people that till this day that was like two years ago. Till this day, people were still like either. Uh, try to contact me like oh, are you doing that event again are you gonna do and it definitely wasn't easy yeah because i was even surprised on some certain things that happened we had like also we had um um one of our product lines donated like a bunch of um gifts to us but it, it just worked out but we yeah. never told like the clients like our, our the people that we wanted to come what we were actually doing we're like all right we're having this it's like a mixer it's like a like a meet and greet kind of thing, not even like just like a networking, a networking event. event. That's all. That's all we said. That's all it was. And they got way more than that. So now it's like it's harder for me because my whole one. If I hold my next one, I have to like kind of equal or better to that one. Yeah. And I feel like that was like that was the top. That was like yeah. at the top of what I can. What What was one of the biggest things you learned there? <clears throat> um, like a lot of it was. So there was three of us that did it, and we're all three different walks of lives, three different, like, and um, we were pretty pretty much in tuned on what was going on and kind of, like, kept, but for me, it was more of organization. There was a little part where it was kind of, like, I didn't even know what was going on yeah. for a second. 
it worked out, but like organization. Like I, I know I did my part. I had like it was I hosted it in my shop. So I'm like, all right, this is my place. I got to protect it. I had guys at the door, guys taking care, make sure nothing's going on outside, make sure the right people are coming inside, make sure things were like managed the right way. Then the other one, other barber or the other guy was, he had his job to do. And then the other guy had his job to do. Yeah. But at one point I was lost. I didn't even really know what was going on on certain things with when it came to like, um, like the, uh, advertising and stuff. I'm like, yo, where did this come from? Is this, cause we, we had like a tiny budget too. Yeah. I'm like, where did that come from? And there was like this huge, like this, this guy, one of our like idols in the, in the industry, a big name. He did like this whole promo thing. Like, I know this guy doesn't do anything for free. Yeah. And he's driving his Bentley and he's saying the, our barbershop name and he's saying this party. I'm like, yo, was that in our budget or did he like donate his time? or yeah. his So like, and I was like lost in that and I kind of got scared. I'm like, dude, is yeah. all of our profit or whatever going to go towards this guy? Yeah, yeah, Like, I didn't know. Yeah. So it was, it's communication organization yeah. is what I kind of learned. But it wasn't all that. It wasn't that crazy. It was, it, it all worked the right way to our advantage and everything was, they all did their job. It was just, I just didn't know what was kind of going on. So yeah, like I'm saying, organization yeah. with like their team. What would be one thing you would change about the event? <clears throat> um... Well, that day the weather it was raining. Yeah. So if I if I would if if I would have known it was more, I would have had like more tents. I would have had more mm. the outside part yeah. more Prepare ready. Prepare more for different yeah, types it of was weather. That um, I probably would have like we had a vendor selling like sunglasses, which he's like a, a good designer. He came from Ohio. I probably would have like another vendor. Yeah. Like another vendor of some like a well-known vendor that people can't access. They don't have access to. Other than ordering online, yeah, and he's there, they'll buy the the product, just like another vendor. Or so, just to like kind of, but other than that, I think we we, we had a lunch truck out front, like a food truck, yeah, like oh, top notch food, yeah, yeah. We had like I really like I said, I really couldn't kind of it got put well together. So something I would change, I don't know. There probably there really isn't much I would change, yeah, because it was all a learning experience. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, yeah, no, it, it, I mean, like I said, it, it, for for what it was, for being the first one, too, it was just like yeah. the way things came together. Um, it, it's 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 one of those things where it, it was cool to watch and witness and being, I say I say this all the time, but for being forgiving of yourself, forgive yourself. You're not going to be perfect. Your event, if you put it together, it's not necessarily going to be as perfectly planned as it was in your head because... When you do that, you set the wrong expectations for yourself, yeah. and then you become disappointed, and you, you don't get to look at look look what you accomplished. Look how cool this is, yeah. um, and it's a shame because you, then that you're going to take away from that. First, you got to give yourself credit for even having the guts to do something exactly. like that because you got all these like businesses that kind of like like all these pizza shops. They're they're like it's I can't explain it. like in the barber industry like there's so much competition against each other I don't have competition with no one I don't compete with anybody right. like with my shop with my talent with anyone I there's enough for everyone but like there are shops that are like oh we don't mess with that barber shop because so and so works there he thinks they're better than us so in our industry there are there's a lot of animosity in, in the barber industry so like for, for for me to put all these people these hungry people the hungry talent in the same room yeah. And kind of just hanging out and like like just kind of talking, actually exchanging numbers. And they're all in a room. They probably would ever, never be in a room together. Yeah. And like making that, it's 
to have the guts to ha- to invite all those people like that is that's that's a big props to yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, to even sure. try to do something like that because it could it could fail. It could be like, oh, this whole town doesn't want to come here because they don't like the way you run your shop, right. or they don't like oh this that other that barbershop or that that company's coming to there and we don't mess with that company, so we're not coming. It, it's you just got to give yourself like a lot of props on just even trying to host something or put something together. I, I no, that's awesome, um, and it, it's just one of those things. It's you know, e- even right now, you know, I'm looking at one of the promos that you have up there, um, you know, for a car show, and it's a flyer that breaks down everything you need to expect, or you you you're yeah. going, you know, you're gonna get what is on there, and it's it's um, it's very interesting because it's kind of laid out how we have our own podcast laid out yeah. where. We give the introduction and the description, the episode description, setting people up. For, this is what you can expect. Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. Mm-hmm. And hopefully, with every after every description, we over deliver on sure. you know that three sentences you know that that provides. But that's all in preparation. And when when you set people up for that expectation, I cannot go. Be- I can't express that enough um, with, with the communication and and beating people's expectations and and not coming underneath them because no one knows what to expect but i gotta tell you what you have to do you do have to understand your audience because if you had a specific um you know type of music playing it would have turned somebody off Mm -hmm. or if 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 you're at you know a you know another event where it's you know like a different generation older generation and you had specific music it could turn them off too so understanding your audience is huge yeah no and that also goes with who your entertainment is if you have a dj and he sees it and he's a he's really that talented he knows how to play and capture the audience attention he's playing something that it's not working no one's moving and no one's digging it Move on to the next song and just yes. find everyone's niche. Like, yeah, like you say, it's not gonna cater to everyone, but because there's so many different like types of people, but at least like kind of get the general like grasp of, of of that huge whatever that that group of people. Just get their attention in some way. And everybody was going off the buzz though, because I remember even at the end they're having like a battle, like riffing off the you know the. Oh yeah. The turntables and they're just scratching battle and it was like and here we found out like the one dude used to do it back in the day and he was yeah. like really clearly it was really good and he knew what he was doing hidden talents but out. but it was no but seriously because it brought out that was a whole element no one knew they were gonna get that it was like i forget it was a scratching battle was like yeah. dude this is yeah. awesome dude there's people from inside or who were outside conversating all started like cramming in here just to hear and at that one at that point we just kind of opened up or cracked the, the door open because we don't want to be too loud but um, just so everyone could hear, because it was just it was just awesome, and people were going riffing off that that vibe, or you know what was going on, um, and so you know it, it's 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 leaving people with that memory. He said two years later, people are still talking about that event. Yeah. That's that's what you want, um, you know. Just just think very basic. What made a great wedding? Just think if you think of just using your mind and think about what was an awesome wedding that I went to. Find those elements and somehow apply them to what you're doing. And I'm not talking about just just you know even if you don't have food or you offer it, um, you don't you don't want to invite people over for you know like appetizers and you don't have food, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's you know it's going off of all those things, um, you know, or or you have a four hour event and don't offer any kind of refreshments. Um, yeah, like offer something, understand what your time frame is and deliver that. Um, you know, and lastly, I mean, I think is the marketing, um, is using what you have. So people are talking about like, Oh, it's a small event. I don't have a marketing budget. Social media is free, right? And so is word of mouth. 
Of course, there's paid versions of all the above. But if mm-hmm. you know, under if you're part of your you know thing here is knowing your audience and and utilizing what you have. A lot of times we have more than what we even think, right? And we always talk about like put let's put in we should put in a, an event together. Oh, that's gonna cost X, Y, and Z. It's gonna do here. We ended up putting it in the own his own barbershop. And it made sense for that venue. I'm not saying that's going to make sense for every other one, but for him and his, you yes. know, his event, that's what made the most sense. And you have, if you have the space for it, um, that too. His previous barbershop, he could have never done anything like that. Yeah. This, mm-hmm. The the location was just too small for that. Yeah. Um, I mean, I remember having like the grand opening of that, and it was just family, and we we're just like, you couldn't wait yeah. to get out because it was just so small. Mm. You just have to understand those things. Um, also, no, too, when you when you when you promote an event or any gathering of some sort when you promote it you got to go all in you can't like change the date and then change the date and then change because people work like they set their time like they yeah. set their schedules around that time it, it's un- unattractive now like it's uh, now i'm like working trying to like learn or trying to, to get something yeah. yeah so it's like just when you promote something stick with it you have to go all in go like don't half-ass it like that's go funny all in. there was there was a there was an event that i was invited to to um speak and the person gave me the wrong date Hmm. for like a month and a month later was the event and all of a sudden i saw them post stuff for something else i'm like is what's going on here that's that's the that this is the date i'm like you told me x y and z i'm like dude i'm literally not even in town Hmm. um and luckily my what i was doing wasn't like a big thing um but i i was just gonna go to support yeah. And help out. It was like really helping out at a table, like help helping uh, push a book or whatever. But it was like I can't even. I'm not even going to be able to make it, or I can't even support you. That was you. You didn't even know your own date. Yeah. Um. You have to know those things, and like he was saying, don't 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 be moving it around. I mean, if you do it once, I mean, give enough heads heads up. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. If you're not talking the day like, of, oh, two hours before it's supposed to start. Absolutely. There yeah. has to be a valid reason. Like you don't have to explain yourself to someone, but like don't be like, yeah. I'm Putting on this, putting off this bash, or putting off this what's it called, and you postponed it because you ran out of money. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's the that's stuff you have to know it. from the beginning. Like, 100%. yeah, like you have to have that stuff ready. So when you go in, go all in. Don't half-ass it. That's one hundred percent on point. Um, I think one of the last things to do is um, once the event is over, like I said before, and I will say it all the time: forgive yourself. Love yourself. Thank yourself. Thank everyone who came out. Send send thank yous. Do whatever. Send an email. Send a text. Whatever it is. Be grateful for regardless of what the result yeah. is. Just be grateful, right? Um, and then reflect. What can you do better next time? Who can you connect with next time to make this a bigger and better event? Um, you know, what are some things you'll make different? Sure. Right? And and be okay that not everything worked out. That that's yes. one of the biggest things because. You're going to be stressed out that night, no matter what. Yeah. Don't make it worse on yourself. Sure. And most likely, no, whatever went wrong, nobody knows what went wrong True. except for you. Yeah, yeah the person exactly. putting it on. Don't so. be hard on yourself. Yeah. Um, we all know certain things, you know, that happen. I remember um, the Mater D for like my me and my wife's uh, wedding. He, that was like one of the things he said. He's like, and if you know X, Y, and Z happens, and someone comes up who speaks before, you know, like for the best man speech yeah, yeah. if someone just grabs the mic and just starts talking go with it no one there knows what the order is supposed yes. to be you know and that was like his thing he's like no if, if we mess up just keep keep going yes um 
So that that's huge advice. But man, that reflection is a huge, mm-hmm. huge, huge thing, man. Because you can only you're only going to get better and better and better yes. and learn from your mistakes. Or even if everything went smooth, learn how now to um what the hell you call it? Oh my god, what do you call that? Uh, uh, no, you could scale up. Oh yeah. Learn how you could scale up. All right, if that went perfect, then let's do it again on a larger scale. Or think about how you never want to do that ever again. <laughs> or, yeah, it's like, all right, maybe this was not for me, and I'm not doing <laughs> no. that again. Um, all right, so, so again, just to wrap this whole thing, the biggest recommendation we can give anybody for a big event is the objective, understanding what the objective is for the event, um, and communication, right? Communication is key. Communicating with the people that are helping you, uh, whether it's the speaker, whether it's the guys at the door, communicating with your audience, on what the expectation should be and over exceeding the expectations all the time. And, uh, and of course, as we mentioned at the end, uh, is reflection. All right. We like to wrap things up with quotes. And the first one is by Confucius, a man who does not think and plan long ahead will find trouble right at his door. And the second one is by J.P. Morgan. The wise man bridges the gap by laying out the path by means of which he can get from where he is to where he wants to go. The big event. In this episode, the crew covers topics that range from preparing, planning, marketing, and managing for big events and much more. We wrap the episode up with quotes from Confucius and J.P. Morgan. Awesome. Guys, thanks again for joining us. The Rotated Views podcast was produced for self-development purposes. Huge shout out to our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by the Blessed Lifestyle brand. That is BL3SSED.com. Also sponsored by The Motivation Files Unleashed. This motivational mixtape will be your fuel for success. Available on all platforms. Guys, don't forget to visit the website, JimmyLeeVelez.com. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Rotated Views. If you have any inquiries or questions, email us at info at JimmyLeeVelez.com. On behalf of myself and the rest of the crew, we wish you massive success. Stay blessed.